Cristiano Ronaldo, Sui. What are you saying? I'm just using, I'm just using all the uh, Gen Z buzzwords. I'm, so I'm lying. I love this. It is really hot in this room. So we're in the new, we're in the new studio. I so might have to. It's set up for the most part. We're back. It's been a year and a half, maybe, maybe. It's been a long time. A when, lot has changed. When, 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 when it was in my basement, which was after COVID, uh, early COVID, I had finished our renovation. So when was our last? Well, time? you didn't have a baby. No. So no, this was, was September. This was like September 2020, I think. I think it was last year. No, I think it was last year. I think it's exactly a year ago. That our last episode? One year. All right. All right I have a right. feeling it was one year ago exactly. Or to this date? Like practically to this date. All right. Um, Bet. We'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, it's been a minute. Right now, we're currently watching the World Cup. Today is, as you can see with what I'm wearing, if you're watching this, I'm wearing an Alfonso Davies shirt. It is the World Cup first Canadian game today against Belgium at two o'clock. This is right before that we're shooting this. So by the time this is out, obviously we will know the score. I am predicting a tie. Okay. So I'm predicting a tie. I'm coming out and saying it. I think Canada has a great team this year. I think we have five world-class players. We have one of the best midfielders in the MLS. We have one of the best midfielders in Portugal. We have one of the best strikers in the world, but uh, definitely in France for sure. Uh, he, he, He's he has like Sorry, goals has, in, in I, like thirteen games. That's it's not ridiculous. What that face was for. I don't know I what have, that face uh, was for, but I have every faith in your footy. And, and that's not skills. even mentioning Alfonso Davies, the best fullback in the world. That's arguable. He's probably top three or four, but that's uh, that's just saying something. I think we have a really good team this year. And if Saudi Arabia could beat Argentina, and if Japan could beat, which Japan also has a very good team, but Japan could beat uh, um, whoever they just faced, Germany. Um, Holy crap. Yeah, everything, yeah. everything vibrates a little more in here right now. Yeah, I think we have a good chance. So it's excited. We're having the Elevate Watch Party today, uh, which is going to be exciting. Is it just like four people? Yeah, it's going to be like, no, it's going to be the whole office. What do you mean? Hell yeah. All the, the all right. PMs, all the, the leasing team, you and I. It's going to be good. The, I think the coffee shop is going to come in. So, yeah. we've Okay, so the last That's year we've job. had so, so many changes. It's been two years. It has been two October years. October 6, 2020. No, no, can't be. Yes, it can be. I, I'm everyone's almost... leaving Toronto. Remember that was the last. Uh, that was the last. Uh, I was. I got a lot of hits, but was it October sixth, twenty? What did we do last year? Nothing at all. We closed a bunch of deals because the market was a shit show, uh, but nothing at all. Twenty twenty. Yeah, it's been a while. I also uh, can't believe I've been in that house for that long. Has it been that long? Yeah. No. That's what happens. Oh but my goodness! The globe shuts down and. So so yeah, much has changed. Kind of, yeah, so a lot is a lot. Phil is a dad. We're no longer filming the kid because Phil literally has a kid now. So it just doesn't make sense. I've been Phil replaced. And the kid and I've just some guy. The I think uh, I think uh, my name is now making the title uh, in some way. So this might get posted under the same category. We'll probably go back and change it all. We, yeah. The the name is a work. Like we are still working on a title. So so Phil has a baby. I thanks. That's my news to spoil. I've spoiled sir. it three times already. <laughs> Taken over as the kid, I am no longer his son. I am. He never. That was fucking weird. <laughs> never was. So tell never me a little bit that. about about what you've done, other than the many deals that have been closed, and this year has been insane. Um, it's been a like a roll, literally a, a roller coaster. I don't think uh, uh, anybody b predicted what 
would happen to interest rates this rapidly. I mean, we all knew they were going to go up. They they were like, we're going to just hold for a while, and then surprise. Yeah, it it really, you know, it was unprecedented. It's just, it was really a toss up, and um, I don't think, you know, if we go back to the beginning of this year, I don't think anybody predicted this really. So no, not um, not to this. I mean, the writing was on the wall. I will say, and I mean, even in the beginning of the year, as things were kind of rocketing off, you could tell people that had kind of, I guess, were more in the know, something wasn't right with the pace at which it was climbing. And there was some form of uh, correction of some variety was was due. The pace at which it happened is shocking. That's all. Yeah, the January to March was insane. And, you know, at the time... Everybody I spoke to, um, mortgage agents, realtors, even just general investors, all thought it would continue for for months because, you know, the the cons of them in raising interest rates so quickly. I mean, we've yet to see really the the total impact. But I mean, if you look at headlines in the news, you know, all these tech firms laying off 10, 20 percent yeah. of their workforce. And these are jobs that are making two, three hundred thousand dollars a year. So they're not you know, entry level jobs, these are like the top jobs you can get. And those people are going unemployed. And how are they going to find work when every single tech firm is now uh, laying off people? And that's just tech, you know, across the board, you go through everything. Quickly that switch flipped when it was like, the job market was was a a job hunters dream. Oh, yeah, earlier on in the year, right? Well, the people, memes, especially right? in tech, people jump in companies working from home, like five hundred grand a year, Scotia yeah. for a California-based company or whatever, and that uh, that script has flipped quite quickly. Interesting. Yeah. So the the beginning of the year was really crazy. I mean, last year, the end of I mean, last why year. Why don't we was run through crazy. where we what's happened since we stopped? Not even just the beginning of the. I mean, I guess people have seen uh, seen what's happened in the market in the last two years. But where where have we been? What have you been doing? since we stopped Oof. weren't you a fledgling property manager or something when we yeah first, uh, i mean i guess when we, we when last, last spoke i was in sales i was in property management and i was in leasing i was crushing you know 100 plus leases a year so that was a that was a fun time um nowadays i've you know in the last couple of years i've scaled back the leases quite a bit um so now i'm just doing you know a couple like maybe a dozen a couple dozen leases just here and there um more for some clients and uh, family and you know yeah, friends. Yeah, friends and family. Yeah, it's more situation. it's more like that. It's not it's not as normal. And and the reason is is Elevate's grown uh, quite a bit. Yeah, quite tremendous. A bit. Wow. When, well, two yeah. years ago when we left off, it was me and one other property manager. Yeah, and so, Larissa, right? Uh, not even. No, I think Larissa. I think last time we spoke, Larissa was probably just in the picture, mm-hmm. um, just coming in and. So, uh, like from there, it was a small team of like three people, yeah. and now there are, I believe, four or five, five property managers alone, and one or two leasing. Uh, it's grown. Uh, so, so yeah, I spent. You know, one of the large reasons we stopped recording is because uh, it was just so busy. It was a busy time for everybody. Um, so I didn't really have much time to shoot anything. Um, nope. And then it was great. We we brought Larissa on board, and uh, so. I helped a little bit with the training there and, and she, she kind of, she took the ball and, and ran with things. And, uh, and then, you know, her and I helped train most of the team. I mean, she did a lot of it. I'm not, I'm not taking any credit for that, but, uh, but I've noticed even still, this is a real side tangent, but when I see Larissa like train someone new yeah, or like just some kind of mentorshipy type thing to, to someone new, 
immediately I think, oh god, I'm glad I'm not in that. Like I, I'm so glad that there is someone better suited. Oh, 100%. in that position. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, me, me training people is not a. And, and no, and I'm sure you didn't like because you you helped train me on a couple things because you did the position I did before me. Um, so so you helped, and it wasn't that. It was just I think when somebody really wants to do it, because I don't think you and I wanted to be in that it's position. Not our, ever. Not our she, she's really good. At she's really good. And she, she loves it. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, like the, the team's grown so much now that now when we do get our leases, we, we don't have to necessarily do them ourselves for the most yeah. part. And we have a team that does it and specializes in it. So that's it, right. It's, it's really of, good. Instead yeah. of being the, we've grown enough that there's a little bit of segmentation. You don't have to be the Jack of all trades. Uh, to pull off every piece of the puzzle, right? There's someone who's dedicated to each piece of the investing life cycle that we can kind of, that can uh, quarterback, whatever. It depends on the market too, right? Like, um, you know, this year was a roller coaster. The last, you know, the last 12 months really was a roller coaster. And, uh, and there were times where, you know, you're working with 10, 15 clients going out showings every single night, putting in offers every day. Um, Leases are, are, you don't have the time to do that. Yeah. Um, and having the leasing team is really good. But then as a roller coaster goes up, there's there's downs and there's slower times. You know, when they started increasing the interest rate, uh, there was a there was a few months there where a lot of people that 10 15 those do? 10 15 clients turned into, you know, four or five yeah. that are like maybe we'll see. So then yeah, I mean leases you can take them on a little bit more and yeah. because you know what my my thing too is if you're going to be doing a lease, if you're going to be doing if you're going to be working with a client you have to be very picky um, because you want to give them 110% yeah. and you want to, you know, there's, there's times in any job and, and, you know, me included, I'm sure you included, there's been times where you're like really busy and you're like, Oh, I, I, I can give a hundred percent here, but I'm already giving a hundred percent here. And it's really tough to juggle everything. Yeah. Leases are the first thing that you have to say, yep. um, you know what? this couple of weeks I'm really busy. Could someone tag in here and, and help out yeah. with it? And it's totally fine. And I think we're, we're part of a team as well that uh, there's been times where I know you've been super busy. I've been super busy and we've had, you know, either Simon, Billy, Billy's, Billy's tagged in for me for a, a buyer's visit before. Um, I, and you know, who name it, everybody's done something to pitch yeah. in during the busy time. So it's just a really good system. So I guess for me, yeah, transitioning out of that a couple of years ago. Um, and now, you know, not touching that, um, as much, I mean, I still, I'm still there a little bit, still mm-hmm. doing some property management and, and leasing, but personal, uh, personal stuff. More, more yeah. Like personal advisory. Stuff. On advisory. Oh, stuff exactly. That's, yeah. that's the big thing now, instead of, you know, working with our portfolio, but, uh, um, and just crushing deals. I mean, uh, it like really, crushing really deals, just bro. crushing deals. Yeah. Uh, uh, as, as, uh, Sam does it, as Sam says in our, uh, client intros, uh, this is how I'm introduced now. It's Spiro. Our investor sales, I don't know what that means, but that's what she uses and our investor sales and uh, had the most deals closed in the beginning of the year. Savage. It's got to flex that. Yeah, I, I did guy. because it means the second half I probably didn't have the most. I would, like to, I would like to let the audience know that I had a baby at the beginning of the year. <laughs> I think this is a good segue. <laughs> Wait, you had a baby yeah. and closed how many deals that week? Four, five, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It wasn't it was good... too much to there your you earlier point. It is very important to be a part of a team that can help out when others are a little bit busy, occupied. Yeah. There was, uh, yeah, I think I was texting Simon like, 
in the delivery room. <laughs> Jesse was working on a deal for me. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Uh, I'm a great father, I promise. Uh, and husband. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's... So you had a baby. I guess that's the segue. And everything's been... what's happened since. So yeah, we, we cut off the podcast a while back. We had just moved into our, pro- into our new house. We've been in there for a while. Work was up and down. 2021 was... I guess just as far as like if you're a real estate agent in 2021, everyone knows it was a, it was a pretty great year. Um, numbers still worked on a lot of stuff. Then coming into 2022, stuff started to make less sense for a brief period of time. Can we conveniently that was also right around the time my daughter was born. So it was a kind of a good time to take a bit of a, a bit of a vacation, if you will, uh, as the market started to kind of tank and nobody it wasn't a vacation you literally had a baby it was like pat leave practically it, yeah it was, it was, it was more like pat, it was pat, pat leave, leave but there was thankfully it was a there COVID also just wasn't much to do like work-wise right? that's true it that's was a exactly... good time for people to just kind of like and a lot of people were yeah just watch the market wait till things stabilize a little bit um and that way I mean, that's kind of the period of time where you pick up some leases here and there or whatever, yeah right? but i think that was the the tipping point mm-hmm. i think uh, right before that was the high that we saw and then yes uh, interest rates really started to just yeah rapidly increase i remember our, our team meetings at the time where we were like whoa this was not a, we thought you know 25 basis points like yeah and then we're like was, and then it's like one well i think the first one was a one I, and then 75 75 it was okay. ridiculous so. um and then things kept obviously changing pretty quickly but i mean i guess i should uh i could hear the camera like shutter going anyway <laughs> um yeah, so the, I mean, the market goes down. You can hear it too. Yeah. The market goes down, but at the same time, the rents start to skyrocket. And all of a sudden, for the first time in a couple of years, there's this like beautiful storm for investment properties that finally started to make sense again for the price to the interest ratio or to the to the to the rent ratio. Um, and when was this? I think it started kind of August. I'll jump back to you know my stuff yeah. uh, afterwards, but just in terms of like market and work and timing and everything, it really like I remember we had a listing. I think it was like the week of March sixteenth. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was like that was when the news really started to come out yep. with all the interest rate hikes. Yep. And we it was a it was an Ajax listing, and I noticed the stuff outside of the city kind of started to to really grind to a halt quite quickly. But we were trying the uh, the offer date strategy. And in that that week that we had it listed to the actual offer date, we had a handful, I think it was like seven or eight people that were like soft interested based on like my calls after they had shown the property. And then following up like day or two into the day of uh, into the day of the the offer date, every single one of their buyers was out. Yeah. It was crazy. Everyone within that period of time was like super gonna make an offer or like hard maybes but still like in the conversation to nah sorry hard out we're all waiting everyone's waiting all of my my clients are putting things on pause and work like they're not even searching anymore not just your house but like we're just stopping the search and that stayed until things kind of stabilized i think there was a little bit of trickle here and there where you could kind of grab a a deal as people were like trying to dump stuff really quickly but everything finally started to stabilize, I think, in, I don't know, it felt like August, August-ish is when the conversations were starting up again. And it, it was really good to have that kind of downtime to to hang out with my daughter. Um, and then as things started to pick back up, kind of, we could, you could feel it almost August, September, 
we've just all it feels like now we've just finished the last like push to the end of the year yeah things are st- starting to really slow down now this is uh, the which is normal second last last but, week of november time frame we've gone into like four to it, five it new feels like a so slingshot we, right now yeah, it feels yeah, like yeah, things yeah. are pulling back a lot meaning mm-hmm. listings are not as many new listings not as many sales things are selling for lower than i expected but, uh, but where they should probably there. be but the but, buyers are still like well, well waiting. It, it's also seasonal. So yeah. so that slingshot happens every year, and then January, you know, mid January, you see everything yeah. go come out. You know, you know, guns a blazing. That's what happened last year, right? Last year it was twenty percent within the first two it's weeks. What's happened like every year since at least like in recent memory, and this is super anecdotal, but like every year since twenty seventeen, it's been like the late November December yeah. slow. The the inventory that's on not much new inventory comes to market. But the inventory that's on the market where you would only see like the top 10% of stuff getting sold, I have a big watch list of like mediocre properties that like they might be interesting if they got a price drop or if something changed. All of a sudden, all those properties start to disappear too. Yeah, yeah. As people like move down into just, okay, I'll take the mediocre so I can just get something because nothing new is showing up. And I think we're in that phase right now. Uh, and then into into the new year, if there is no new volume, but those buyers are still interested and there's no negative news catalyst to kind of keep things down, that's usually, yeah, we'll see a little bit of it. A, it really depends on interest rates as well. I yeah. mean, I think, and now, you know, uh, I'm not going to try to predict who anything knows? with them. No yeah, crystal balls. who knows? No crystal balls. No crystal it's balls. All, it's all but uh, fundamentals. It seems like. Uh, the, the especially from mortgage brokers now, they do think we're at practically the highest we will be, give or take a percentage um, or so. You know, I don't want to give out any you know exacts, but uh, yeah. it, it seems like we're we're at at near the high or at the high, um, which can only mean that they are probably going to come down soon, or at uh, least stagnate, or, or stagnate, like, which fine. is very good uh, because if they do stagnate, stuff. exactly. So earlier this year. I remember, and with what we do, I mean, we know the city very well, the outskirts pretty well. But there's some pockets in the city that we are, you know, experts, experts yes. at. Like we can use that term of expert, uh, knowing practically every street name and knowing, you know, all the sales, what's going yeah, on. You know every listing as it comes up. Listings, you know, you know what it should like sell that. for. You know what it probably will sell. Yeah, for, and there, there are a handful of, of neighbors. I mean, Toronto's a huge city. Like, yeah. like there, are, there are, you know, if you're a realtor in a, a smaller outskirt city. You can know every single street in the city. There's, you know, 200,000 people that live there. In these little pockets, there are... Big. Sorry? Still pretty big. They're still pretty big. By some standards. Those are huge. No, no, this is a huge city. But you can know all of it more or less. You know, we're talking about a city that has almost 3 million people now or something like that. And then the GTA is like, what? You have Mississauga that has a million people? The Mississauga alone is a massive city. One of the biggest top couple cities in in Canada. I want to say second biggest. But that might. I think Montreal might be there. But... but you know, it's it's really big. Um, so there's a lot to know. Uh, what happened in the beginning of this year, or you know, beginning end end of Q1, beginning Q2 is actually no, all all throughout it because during the up and during the down is every single week, if not every single day, you were having to do a new total analysis on the yeah, area, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the market, on the properties because yes. the prices were changing so quickly. Everything changed. That every new listing, it was like so, like day by day. Yeah, it was were, everything. And, and was you know, crazy. usually you have that expertise you can rely on. You're doing more micro micro adjustments every day and being yeah. like, okay, this is what's currently out there. It's very similar to what's been this last couple months and 
this is, you know, you can predict, this is what I think the sales price is going to be having conversations with agents, uh, previous deals, time on market. This is all things that you can sort of, you know, predicting how many other offers are going to be, you know, dealing with one or two other offers on an offer date versus 20 or 30 is yeah. a big difference. 20 or 30, you're throwing the house, you're, you're throwing everything in, you're, you know, you're, you're saying this well, you, is my best offer. You don't this have a conversation. You're just, here's, here's the here's, number. Yeah. Did I make the top cut is maybe your only other question. Yeah. And then if you had any room left on the table, here's all of and my money, was, my firstborn child. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the conversations you were having was, it wasn't within five, ten thousands of dollars. There were no yeah, hints yeah, yeah. like that. It was, you you know, you're, you're off by six figures. Yeah. And it's like, it, it was really tough. Uh, and then the opposite happened. When it was going down, it was, well, nobody's having offer dates anymore. Yeah. And now there's... Or they were, and then you just watched them flop. Flop. So totally flop. Yeah, yeah, totally flop. Um, sellers still were holding out for prices and what happened a yeah. lot throughout this summer, I think is lag. So yes. people would list at the price of three months ago and then they would update that a month later to the price of three months before that, which yeah, was different. Exactly, exactly. And then they would update a month later and so on. And they were always chasing that high and they would just going down, down, down. So a lot of properties like we saw were initially, I think, you know, I, I picked one up for a client. It was originally listed for something like 1.8 and we picked it up for, you know, close to 1.4. Um, Spectacular. It was, you know, it was really, really yeah. good. Uh, you picked one up just recently. One of the, the probably one two? The, one of the best deals of the year. The one two. Uh, the one Down two. Like one, one five, five and some change. Yeah. I think. yeah. And, it was, and, you know, when people say, oh, can you cash flow? I mean, yeah, you can still cash flow quite significantly. I mean, depending on the property. I think yeah. nowadays, more than a year or two ago when we were talking uh, mainly, I mean, now it, with the high interest rates, you're looking at probably breaking even is more... I would say more more typical on the market. There are those cash flow deals of a few hundred dollars that are. I think I think you should you should definitely look for if you're if you're purchasing, depending on your, uh, you know what what really you're looking for. But uh, but they're they're definitely out there in the city of Toronto. Yeah, I mean, I would even say there's there's some that are that's kind of the average deal these days. But it is it is nice. The average good deal. The average, the average good the deal. Average good. I think you could do better. Some, it's some. Tough. I don't. I don't want to like. Again, again, it's too no. It's too broad of a statement because the thing is, percent, if you're, let's say, okay, so if I come to you and I have a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget, and you know, I need, I my, I can get a mortgage for nine hundred grand, or a purchase price of nine hundred grand. That's yeah. what I qualify for. I can't afford any renovations. You're not going to get. You're not going to get. You know, this big cash flowing property. You, you need a big renovation budget. You need. Which property are you talking about? Lightborn. Lightborn, you're doing two hundred thousand dollars of renovations. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's you, you know, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Is you can yeah, pick yeah, up yeah, those yeah, properties, yeah. but you need a lot of capital. Totally. So for the totally. for the investor trying to pick up their, this the is what entry. I'm seeing. The entry, the first yes. first investment. You know, they have a primary residence. They saved up money over the years. Maybe they refinanced their home, and now they're coming into the market. They don't have four hundred thousand dollars to invest. If you have four hundred thousand dollars to invest, yeah, I can find you a thousand dollar cash flow property. You know. All day. Well, not all day because yeah, yeah. the you there's know still, supplies. That's still a very good deal. Like a, oh, it's a, a great four, deal. Four figures, regardless of where on the price spectrum you are. It's a great I mean, deal. sub like one five, let's say. Yeah, if it's higher, uh, you know, it's sub, different. But it's like three units and under type of thing. Three units and under. Still, it's a really good deal. Good the deal, the issue now is that the supply is not really there. But when it comes up, it's you still there. Yeah. You you can still pick those deals up. You need three hundred and thirty thousand dollars minimum. A minimum. And I know this yeah. because I've run the numbers on 
you know, a lot of our deals and, you know, you've run the numbers as well. And that's, that's the, that's the starting point of, you know, being really cash flow positive, which I mean is more yeah, than seven, 600, 700 yeah. a month. That's where you're looking for. Uh, but if you're just getting into the ball game, you're going to be around that break even point for sure. For sure. If you have $250,000, you're buying a bungalow, you're buying a semi detached, they're going to be clean. They're going to be more or less turnkey. When I say yeah. turnkey, I mean, you know, under $15,000. Yeah, maybe. The kitchen's barely that. But, yeah, yeah uh, you know, not, not a kitchen, but it would be like Fashion maybe a new, new, a new counter. Appliance. New counter, new vanity in the bathroom, yeah, yeah. some paint, adding a bedroom. Then, you you know, you, it, it adds up, but you're at 15K, 10K, and you're good to go. Uh, so I think that's kind of where we're at right now in the market. I feel like we need an agenda for the next episode. <clears throat> well, no, we were just kind of catching up on this year. I, I mean, it's been insane. I think going forward, um, and, and that's one of the reasons we also didn't do the podcast this year is it would have been tough. It, it would have been it tough. It would have just sounded like doom and gloom. Like at the the beginning into the, the I don't know, all, all new news is just kind of doom and gloom. I mean, to be fair, we've we've been quite busy. We've uh, obviously COVID didn't help. We both got very into our, our personal real estate business. Uh, portfolios were growing during that period of time as well, I believe. Yeah. We, we've all been busy. Um, dipped our toes into <laughs> some other investment vehicles that didn't <laughs> fare so well. Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyone anyone want to buy any JPEGs? No? Nobody? Yeah, that was right, fun cool. for a little bit. Got a, um, you know, made a lot of money, lost a lot lost of money, lost a lot of money just as quickly, if not faster. Yeah, uh, that's okay. This is what happens when real estate gets too expensive and it doesn't make any sense for a period of time. Uh, but it was a good learning experience. Um, and then now we're here. Yeah, now we're here. Now so we're, here. we're back. I guess next steps here are you know we're we're creating our new studio as you can see. I mean it's it's, it's a the blank old studio. wall. This it's is the, the original. Yeah, this is the original where we had. One of the biggest Ponzi schemes in Canada history. That's not that shall not be named. But yes, that <laughs> someone from some other province may or may not have. You can't call it that. First of all, that is alleged. Uh, I have no proof. There is no proof. Like we don't know anything. We just know that we talked to somebody, and good luck finding that episode anymore. <laughs> Yeah, so that was interesting. But that was the same. This was the room where, where we had those those initial interviews yeah. and uh, some other and guests too. Some other guests, Billy, a couple other people. It was, it was Monica was on. Yeah, Monica. Um, so yeah, we we had some other guests and same room, same little room, different setup. Yeah. But and I think the office has gone a long way since then. Yeah, we're gonna see it. We're gonna we're gonna see a change. I mean, now Elevate's open. So before we didn't yeah. even have our our actual home office this of our real estate. This was. Yeah, the whole building's open. Cafe Daki's open, yeah. so we have a coffee shop now. Uh, the real estate office is open. is It's you know great. We're having a we're having the World Cup watch party there in a few. Um, you know, now is one hour, I guess. It's nice to have a real place to work from. It was, uh, you know, we're, the whole like come COVID, the company's growing. Everyone as an agent was kind of like working from home, doing their own thing. A year and a half, two years in the in the basement dungeon doesn't do wonders for one's social life. It's really nice to have such an, it's an incredible office. Uh, it's nice to have such a nice office, a nice place to come to work and like just such a cohesive environment. Things get done here. It feels good. Yeah. Which is why it's nice to have this here. It'll force us to kind of come here on a regular basis, do these recordings, have these conversations, talk to 
Maybe we'll bring on some other people from the company to kind of talk about yeah, their, introduce them. their stories. I think we should, yeah, because they're all very interesting. Yeah, um, certainly. You know, everybody has a different background of what, what they were up to beforehand and what, what they've learned on the job. I mean, there's one story, uh, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it. We'll see if he wants to come on, but uh, there's, a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a property manager in another property management position that uh, saw some, some crazy shit. So, some stuff. Some stuff. Some so. Stuff. Yeah, maybe we'll get them on, uh, share some property management stories. Continue sharing some real estate stories from us, but also just yeah. just hanging out and touching base, I think, is I think the big that's, thing. I think that's more more it. Like before, when we first did it, it felt like it was very much like we tried to have, let's talk about the burr and all of its different steps and more of a, a bit of an education. Yeah, you can go back and watch those. Educational and, uh, For the most part, they make sense. But uh, I mean, times change. I mean, we're not going to not be a real estate podcast in any aspect. But yeah. at the same time... It's not going to be full tilt real estate news and strategies. We were talking about what we're doing with the podcast moving forward. Oh, this would be a great time to cut in a commercial break. Yeah. Manscaped, if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ca- Cafe, sponsored Cafe by Daki. Cafe Daki. So if, if you guys are in... I'm going to do a quicker. Are we doing a commercial? Yeah, I'm going to do a plug for All right. Cafe Daki. If you're in the Oakwood in St. Clair area, you want a cool Daki breeze, which is like a refreshing, cool drink. But you know what? It's cold outside. Maybe you want a hotter coffee, a tea, uh, maybe some Greek pastries or some just, mm. you know, a croissant, spanakopita, tiropita, anything like that. I put the little accent on yeah, there. You know, I had to. Yeah. You know, stop by at 226 Oakwood Avenue. Cafe Daki, they've been open now for a few months. Um, stop by. Our office is right beside Elevate, 228 Oakwood Avenue. Uh, you, you guys can stop window. by. Yeah, yeah say, say hi. hi to us. Say hi. And uh, see, fill in the guy. Fill in Spiro. Just, just, <laughs> just, just the guy. Have a name. Um, yeah, come come and see it. I mean, uh, the the pastries are amazing. The coffee's really good. And uh, everybody, you know, the baristas are, are really nice. So I think uh, definitely stop by. Yeah. Okay, so jump back into cut, it. Cut what were we saying? What were we even, saying? Where were we? Um, what is happening with the podcast moving forward? Um, People coming in. Uh, okay, we before we used to talk about just all real estate. Before yeah. it was all like, here's a real estate investment strategy, and here's how you execute that strategy, and yeah. blah blah blah. That's all well and good and there's lots of people it was great yeah and i think we'll still have some of that content sprinkled throughout um but i don't know we have a really good time just sitting down throwing a camera on and shooting the shit uh and i think there's a lot of little tidbits that can be kind of pulled out of well we talk for hours every day but and that that's it so like we're just gonna we're just gonna put a camera on while we shoot the shit for hours we're gonna talk about some real estate shit we're talking about some toronto local shit in general and a lot a lot of other just stupid shit um because it's entertaining or at least i find it entertaining that's all that matters <laughs> to our five listeners who are probably my mom members. tells me it's entertaining yeah so. it's fine it'll be fun i think i think for us you know what there's so much uh well when we originally started i don't believe there were many real estate podcasts in the city no i think we were one of the first up. they popped up now and and there's there's one um i think uh well you know one of my friends just started in windsor um, maybe I'll plug it next time when I have more information on it. But um, no, oh, an- okay. another friend of mine, yeah, from uh, from university cool. started one. He's been crushing it in Windsor, so you know nice. maybe we can get him on or or uh, just at least plug him in because yeah. you know they're doing good we stuff there. We should figure out how to do this little virtual to bring in some. Guests I, you know what? Eventually. I think I think in real estate, one of the most important things is collaboration. So. Yeah. 
uh, you know, us as agents, we have really good, I would say for the most part, you know, there's always an asshole out there, but, uh, for, <laughs> for the most part, we have pretty good relationships with a lot of the agents in, in Toronto or in, in our area for sure. Uh, who we know very well and that's how you get deals done it, it's it's 100%. nobody wants to work with the asshole nobody wants yeah. to work with the guy that nobody relationship likes is, relationship is important yeah it's it really very helps. important so I, I think any collaboration with with other realtors and uh people in the profession other I people think in the industry that's in exactly what's going to happen uh ha happen i think yeah. you know as phil said real estate's great we have a lot of information and a lot of knowledge uh on real estate but i think if there's one thing i've learned in the last couple years especially from all the experience that we both got is that it's hard to generalize a strategy um, because everybody's scenario is different. Uh, everything and you know everybody's wants and needs are different. Yeah. Uh, everybody's financial situation is different. Um, it's hard for me to sit here and tell you invest in this property only. This is the only. There is no one right way. There's a right way to get to from point A to point B. But if you have everything, you know. All, yeah. all, all your boxes. There's a model already. that there's I a model like. There's that works. a model that you like that works, and there's a model that's so much different for all sorts of different people. Yeah. So it really, it just know, it depends. depends. We'll talk about all sorts. It depends. Of stuff. Yeah. It's basically the, the yeah. gist. I mean, we'll keep this one short. I think. Uh, I think that's that's mainly it. We're we're just kind of dipping our toes. We're back uh, for anybody watching these and not listening. You'll see a lot of changes in our studio and in our sound and everything. We have the new mic setups. We have new lighting everywhere. It's like a hundred degrees in here. It's, it's very really warm. hot in this need room. A little air conditioner or something. Yeah. To us in here. I'm bloody dying. This Santa Claus. I'm ass bloody sweater. dying. Isn't it? <laughs> We've been watching a lot of British shows. It's been it's been it's been a a crazy couple years. But uh, I'm excited for what the future is going to hold for us. I think uh, for the real estate in industry, I think we can see you know hopefully some more stabilization. I think that's what yeah, everybody's so. looking for. It's not good when things go up 20%, it's not good when things go down 20%. I think we're hitting that level where um it, it's a little bit easier to predict now. Yeah. Uh, Especially at least in what we work with, right? I think the uh the broader market might have a different different approach and this is kind of going back to your strategies thing. We work in a very specific subsection of a very specific market and we do a very specific thing and that it is small multifamily kind of uh rental properties there's a like a like a, a mathematical based floor to the price yeah. right that's yeah, starting exactly. to kind of set itself in a little bit um whereas the like an end user market that's up in the the mid mid to high million range might have a little bit further to go because there isn't that rent support or anything like that it's all about qualification um, at that and, point. and the qualification is still you know still getting hammered down yeah. a little bit and there's yeah. no rents that are climbing to kind of help support that but I mean, in general, I think we're. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna go crystal ball. No, who knows? I just did. Who the too. fuck knows what's know. gonna happen? Yeah, uh, I'm but, like, I'm, I'm the guy that's like, listen, I'm not gonna say anything, but <laughs> here's my hot take. No, it's, yeah, it's not a financial advisor. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys, thanks a lot for wow. joining us. I think uh, it's a, it's a quick little podcast right now. I think. Uh, It'll be better. We'll, we're gonna have more people on. It's gonna be exciting. I'm excited to be back. 2023, Phil. the year of Phil and the Spiro. <laughs> Maybe that's the name. Phil and the Spiro. Let's go. And Spain just beat Costa Rica. Oh wait, seven nothing. It's that it, was brutal. seven nothing. Yeah, that's a good way to end it. See you guys later. Costa Rica.